Corinthians 15, 51 through 58. 50, 51 begins just exactly the way that all of us should look at the Bible. Behold, I show you a, a mystery. There's a lot of things in the Bible that's a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead in Christ shall raise, shall be raised in incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this incorruptible must put on incorrupt, this corruption corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption. <coughs> And this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. <clears throat> but thanks be unto God, he giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, and for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you again for the day. Thank you for your word. Thank you. Your word means so much to me, Lord, and I hope and pray it means so much to everyone in this building today, Lord, and everyone that's listening on, on, on the uh, live streaming. Lord, I pray that the word is a very important thing to them. And I pray most of all today, Lord, that we'll begin to understand what this, what's going to happen uh, in the last days. For it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you. you may be seated. The title of my message is, The Final Battle is Won. The final battle is, is W-O-N, won. In other words, it's already won. We don't, we don't, we talk about winning battles. Well, the final battle is already won, and we're going to talk about that in my message today. The great victory is stated in the message, but thanks be unto God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ, verse 57. You know, if you're saved today, and your trust in Christ as your Savior, then the battle is won. You, you, you're going, you may have to fight a few more battles, and we're going to talk about that in just a minute. But the ultimate battle is won. And, and Christ, uh, through the Lord Jesus Christ, that battle has been already taken care of. Let me give you a big blessing today. God has already won the war. And waiting on us to get there so we so he may hear us shout, Hallelujah. For we too have won the final battle, which we will never face again. You never have another battle. It, it's all it's all won. It's all taken care of in the Lord Jesus Christ. Now now this is what we want to look at today. There are multiple battles we face every day. Every day. Where there are multiple battles that we face. The first one we face is we spend most of our time fighting 
the battle of sin in our lives. That's one battle we have is with sin in our lives. You know, we battle with that every day. You know, I, I know we sin, and sometimes we, I know, I know in my case, uh, I sin, and I wished I hadn't. Have. You know, I wished I'd had more sins, and I wished that didn't let this body take me over, and this wretched body take me over and cause me to sin. But we, we fight that battle every day of our lives, the battle with sin. Every day of our lives. The great apostle teaches the Corinthians. He says the sting of death is sin. And the strength of sin is the law. Now. You know. I know that some of you have been taught. I know that. Uh, been taught that it's a sin to die. It's not a sin to die. What that, what that scripture is referring to. That scripture is referring to that. We, we die because of sin, because of the Adamic sin that was committed by uh, Adam and Eve when they were um, in the Garden of Eden. And they committed that terrible sin, and, and that brought death upon all every, every human that's ever been born. Every human that's ever been born. The sting of death is sin, and the strength of of the sin is the law. Thanks to our father, Adam, death has a stinger. It really does. You know, you wonder sometimes why we have to die. Well, death has a stinger. That's a stinger that, that, is, that is brought up on every one of us, every one of us that are living today. It is a point on a man wants to die, the Bible says. Point on a man wants to die, and after that, it's going to be the judgment. And I've said this many times over the years that men aren't afraid to die. They're scared to death of the judgment, what's going to happen afterwards. Because it is so easy for people to hear uh, the Lord say, I never knew you. Solemn words. We wait on the judgment. I mean, we're, we, we, we fear the judgment. And that's the reason that... Uh, that's what we don't fear death. An animal doesn't fear death. We don't fear death. But animals don't have to worry about judgment. But we do. And and how God's going to judge us. You know, if your name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life before the foundation of the world, you're going to be okay. Your battle's been won. But if your name wasn't written before the foundation of the world, in that book of life, you're going to be one of those he's going to say, I never knew you. The reason he never knew them is because he didn't record their name in the, in the Lamb's book of life. Only those he knows are the ones that he recorded in the Lamb's book of life. They're the only ones that he deals with uh, from day to day. God doesn't deal with the lost. He, he doesn't, God doesn't deal with the lost. He deals with the saved. And that's, that's what he does. I like what uh, somebody said a few years back. I came here in Bible conference or something. Somebody said a few years back, uh, uh, you, know, you know, they said, uh, they said, well, said, you know, uh, we've, uh, we, we've, got, we've got it all taken care of. And, and I think somebody afterwards said, what do you mean we got it all taken care of? 
says, well, we've got it, uh, we've got it all taken care of in the fact that, uh, that we do not have to face anything else anymore in our life. But we do. Some, some of that is true, some of it's not. We still, as long as you're living in this body, you're still going to face battles every day. So I, I want you to get that, understand that. Thanks to our father, Adam, that death is, has a stinger. I don't know if you know this or not, not, but I don't know if you know this or not, but death is a common, is as common as birth. And we've got little babies that are born and little babies that are being born. And we have to realize that death is, is, is as common as being born. Because the reason being, we begin that trek to death the second we are, we are born. The very second we're born, we're headed for death. You know, it's, it's amazing. I saw somebody put on Facebook. I, I was looking at Facebook this morning before I came over here to church. Somebody put on Facebook that it was the anniversary of a couple that's been married for 68 years. And, uh, and, and I thought about it. I said, well, boy, that's a long time. That's a long time. And then, and, and, and then I saw where we sang a song this morning. You, you think that you, you think you don't have that trick. I was 22 years old when I heard Wayne Jordan sing that song, Precious Lord. I was, I was 22 years old when I heard him. He sung that song at a Bible conference that I was at. I wasn't preaching in it, but I was at the Bible conference. He sung that song. He had just written it. And he got up and he sang it. He was an old fellow then. If you'll notice that he was born in 1898. And I want to tell you, folks, that makes you feel old when you realize that you heard him sing that song for the first time. And I did. I heard him sing that song. But I want to tell you, folks, death is coming. And I, I don't mean to scare anybody. We begin that trek of death the second that we're born, second that, uh, that we come into this world. Death is as impartial as the as, uh, law of gravitation and is as uncertain as a thief in the night. It's, it's going to come. Jesus talked about the thief in the night. He said, he says the Lord said the Lord's going to come back and like a thief in the night, and he's going to judge this whole world. We don't know when that's going to happen. Do, do, any, do any of you know it's going to happen tomorrow? If you do, please tell me. If you know it's going to happen next week, tell me. If you know it's going to happen next year, tell me. We don't know when that's going to happen. I saw in the paper this week, the Vidalia paper, that four people died in the Vidalia paper was under 50 years old. Just suddenly. I saw the paper where the, the boy y'all was telling us about. I mean, under 50 years old. We, we don't know. You don't, we don't know when the next second's going to be. But we do know that death is coming just as sure as we're sitting here today like a thief in the night is going to slip up on us. To a child of God, death has no sting. For the sting of death, I'm sorry, the sting of sin was paid 
by Christ who died on Calvary's tree. It was the Apostle Peter who said, Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we might that we being dead to sin should live unto righteousness by whose stripes we are healed. You already healed. You'll say, Well, I want the Lord to heal. You already healed. You know, we all we're gonna get sick. But people say, well, I want to be healed from this sickness. Well, you're already healed from it. Think about that for just a moment. Think about what I'm saying. You're already healed from it. And certainly, this is something that we need to realize. That's why we need to understand that the battle is won. Because we're already healed from it. When we are, when, when we are truly saved, the great apostle says, For sin shall not have dominion, over you, for ye are not under the law, but under grace. Romans 6 and verse 14. Again it says, for the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. The law, the law says die. Jesus says live. The law says you're a sinner. Jesus says I took care of that. Whatever the law says, Jesus took care of every bit of it. It was the law that it was the law that brought us to Christ. It was the law that our schoolmaster that brought us to Christ. The second thing is, we spend a lot of our time and money battling our more our mortality. We will pay anything just to live another day. Go to the doctor. We'll pay anything. I don't care what it costs. We'll pay anything. Just to live another day. Let me tell you a great truth. These bodies are not going to survive. They're not going to survive. They are healed. I'm sorry, they are headed for in the, for the grave if not changed at the, at the tribulation, I mean at the uh, coming of Christ. That's these bodies. And we will do anything. We'll do anything to make them pretty. We'll do anything to keep them alive. That's just the, that's just the nature of man. Nature of man. But when you, when you get of that age, when you realize your life's coming to an end, it's all different. It's all different. I had a man a couple of weeks ago. He said he paid out, uh, I forgot what it was, a phenomenal amount of money to get, a, get, get a, something done. You know how old he is? He's 81. I said, why did you pay out all that money? I said, you're, you're pretty near death anyway. He said, well, I just wanted to live a little longer. We, we, spend, we spend that battle every day of our life just wanting to live a little longer. The victory over mortality is so clear. The great apostle says... In a moment, 
in the twinkling of an eye at the trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and the mortality shall be put on immortality. Think about that. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, we're going to be changed. We're going to be changed. We're going to be changed just like that. I mean, that's quicker than that, matter of fact. We're going to be changed. You're going to, I don't know how many people will see it. I hope I don't see it, but I hope I'm one of them that's, that's changed. I pray, pray that God is, I know God saved my soul, and I believe I will be one of them. But if you if you're here if you if you if you're one that stays here, you're gonna just watch people disappear, just like that. You're gonna watch them disappear. You're gonna watch them. You're gonna watch people down at the knees of Jesus, praying. Lord, I'm sorry that I didn't recognize you when you came to me. Every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus is the Lord in that day. But in that day, there are going to be people just going to disappear. I hope and pray none of you is that like that, but if you come to church some Sunday, most of the people are gone. You have to think about that one thing. There have been times I've been in church over the last 54 years that I thought the rapture came. Oh, then nobody show up. Rhonda and, and one of our children one time went to church. We drove 50-some miles one way to go and preach the church I was pastoring at that time. And we drove all the way down there, and we went in there, and there wasn't a soul there. Nobody but us. But that day's really coming. That day's really coming when all those that are saved but belong to the Lord, they're going to leave this world. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, they're going to leave this world. And if you're not saved, they're going to leave you behind. You'll say, well, my mama can't leave me behind. But she will if you're not saved. You might say, my husband or my wife can't leave me behind. Well, you might have to if one of them's not saved. It's important. The third thing is we must always remember what the great apostle said. He said, oh, death, where is thy sting? Oh, we're going to sing that one day. We're going to praise that one day. Death, where is that sting that everybody told me about? It don't amount to a thing. Where is it? It was Jehovah God who said in Isaiah 25 verse 8, He will swallow up death in victory, and the Lord God will wipe away all tears from all faces, and the rebuke of his people shall be taken away from off of all the earth. For the Lord has spoken it. Isaiah 25, verse 8, even in the Old Testament, Jehovah God said, We're going to, the day's coming when they're going to wipe away all tears. 
this problem that, that I've had all these years with a lot of things, I'm not going to have those anymore. My hands hurt sometimes. They're not going to hurt anymore. My feet hurt sometimes. They're not going to hurt anymore. My legs hurt sometimes. They're not going to hurt anymore. My back, Brother Sam, hurts. It hurts so bad sometimes it makes me about half sick in my stomach. It's not going to hurt anymore. Those things are going to be taken away. No more feeble knees. No more feeble hands. All that's going to be done away with. That's what Jehovah God said in Isaiah's day. There'll be no tears. You'll say, well, I won't cry again. Praise the Lord. Sometimes we cry our eyes out because of loss of loved ones. But there won't be any more of that because there won't be any more death. There won't be any more sin. There won't, there won't be any more of those things. But we should take joy in those. For as much as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that hath the power of death, that is the devil, and deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Satan is the, is, is the god of this world. And Paul says over in the book, I believe it's Second Corinthians, Paul says that if you're hindered from the gospel, it's because he has hindered you. Right, right this very minute, right this very second, right this very time that I preach right now, there's some that's not listening. There's some that's not listening. You think I can't see anything up here? I can't see far, about far as I can see is about back there where Lacey is. I'm, I'm serious. I don't see much further than that. But I can see when people are listening when they're not. I can see when people take an interest in the message that's being preached. Let me tell you, folks, it's going to creep up on you, and you're going to wish you'd listened. You're going to wish you'd listened. Death has always been a monster to the human race, but thanks be to God that all who look to Christ will overcome it, will overcome the fear. They'll overcome the fear of it. Oh, yeah, you'll say, well, I, I still fear death. You're going to overcome it someday. You're going to be amazed. You are going to be amazed that when death comes to you, how much grace God's going to give his children to where they're ready to go. My mother, bless her heart, she told me and Rhonda, she says, I'm ready to go now. Y'all can leave. Y'all can leave. I'm ready to go. And we left. We didn't, we didn't even get out of the parking lot of, the, of where she was till my sister met us. And she said, Paul, Mama just died. I said, we just left her. She said, I'm ready to go. 
almost, almost like she was joyous. She was ready to go. We can leave now. She's ready to go. She don't need us anymore. You ever come to the point in your life where you may not need your loved ones anymore? You'll come to that point in your life when you don't need them anymore. Because you have found someone who will heal you, heal you, and heal you, and heal you. You'll find someone who will give you mercy and grace and everything you need to face that death. And then after that death, I don't know what happens, but I know there's been a lot of rejoicing over some of the Old Testament saints who have rejoiced when it came time to die. Jesus said, Marvel not at this, for the hour is coming in the which that all that are in the graves shall hear his voice and shall come forth. John 5 and verse 28. Boy, that's great, that's great comfort. Just remember when Jesus says, Lazarus, come forth. He came out of the grave. Some some have said if he if he just said ever if he just said come forth, everybody out of the grave would have come. But he pointed out Lazarus was one of his children. He said, Lazarus, come forth. And Lazarus came out of that grave. Praise the Lord, we too have the same promise. That he's going to come and he's going to call us up out of that grave. If we, if, we, if we make it to the grave, he's going to call us up out of that grave. If you don't make it to the grave and you hear when the, when, when the uh, rapture comes, He's going to take you away, take you then. I don't know which will be the best myself. Because it's all the same. The Lord's not going to leave you in the grave. It was old, it was old Job that said, Lord, all, all I've got is, is, is that you won't forget me. That's what he told one of his friends, so-called friend. He said, all I've got is that is that the Lord won't forget me. I'm going to tell you, the Lord's not going to forget where Job is today. You, you, we've had a many of a young man that had been killed on the battlefield. The Lord's not going to forget where those remains are. We've had people who drowned at sea. The Lord's not going to forget where those remains are. He's going to know where they all are, and he's going to he's going to call for every one of his children to come forth and they're going to come out of those graves they're going to bust those graves open and they're going to come out of it quicker than you can snap your fingers you'll say I'd love to see those graves bust open you better not you better hope you're already gone you better hope you're in that twinkling of an eye that he's going to change you I guess it would be a wonderful thing to see those graves bust open. I know many of a person has sat at a cemetery and sat beside a tombstone and said, Oh, if you just come back. Oh, if you just come back. I miss you so much if you just come back. Well, if they're saved, they're going to come. 
they're going to come. I've not had you be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep. If you believe that Jesus died and rose again, then you too must believe that they're going to come with you. Wonderful thing. Wonderful thing. I pray that God will bless you, and I pray that if you've got anything on your heart, that you'll come and let us know what it is.